0: Chubby Checker is a name that many Americans know and immediately associate with one song, The Twist. Chubby Checker is now 81 years old. He will perform at the Marion Cultural and Civic Center on Thursday, September the 28th. However, 50 years ago this October in 1973, Chubby Checker was playing The Strip in Carbadale. On this edition of Finding Nirvana in Carbadale, I will be panning for gold in the stream of Carbadale's music history, sifting through foggy memories and faded digital newspaper archives. A memory exercise featuring Tall Paul, Mike Potter, Russ Ward, Dean Milano, Terry Ogilini, and Chubby Checker himself. We'll begin this exercise in remembering 50 years ago by joining with Chubby Checker. We ask him, do you remember playing in Carbondale in 1973?
1: I remember that area. It's been a a long time ago. I remember Carbondale out there in the soybean country.
0: We'll hear more from Chubby Checker in just a moment. Opening for Chubby Checker that night, which to be specific was October the 17th, A Wednesday night was a very popular Carbondale-based group called Pontiac Jones.
2: Band members were Tall Paul, singer, Terry Ogilini on saxophone, Pete Special on guitar, Russ Ward on drums. I was playing guitar back then, and Dean Milano on bass.
0: That is the voice of Mike Potter, who now lives in Austin, Texas, but in 1973 was in Carbondale and was a key member of the vibrant music community that existed in Carbondale at that time. Russ Ward was the drummer for Pontiac Jones. He recounted how they began to get more gigs after the hiring of a new frontman.
3: We just did a lot of different stuff. We were kind of a different band than, you know, what you saw elsewhere in southern Illinois. But we didn't get very many gigs playing that kind of music, and so we hired uh, this fellow named Paul who you all know as Tall Paul, although we never called him that. We just called him Paul. He became our front man, and it changed the style of the music, and that's how we started getting gigs at Merlin's Big Bar in Carbondale. And opening for Chubby was just one of those gigs.
0: As Russ Ward just mentioned, the Chubby Checker Show 50 years ago on the strip in Carbondale was hosted at a club called Merlin's. It had previously been known as the golden gauntlet.
3: They had sort of an old English theme. I think there might have been like shields and swords and suits of armor and that kind of thing. supposed to be like a, a very old English pub atmosphere.
0: Dean Milano was the bass player for Pontiac Jones. He recounted what it looked like inside Merlin's and recounted an embarrassing story about his own bass playing.
4: See, Merlin's at that time, uh, it had two rooms It had the small room where the, where the country and bluegrass bands played and then they had what they called the big room. And that was where the big shows were. And we played the big room that night for Chubby Checker. Uh, and that was a packed house for him. Yeah. And, uh, of course he did all of his hits and he sounded terrific. Uh, uh, and Pontiac Jones, we did our standard rock and roll set. Um, and we got a good response, but <laughs> I'll never forget. And this is embarrassing, but I remember, uh, uh, Chubby was talking with our guitar player, and he said, Yeah, you got a good band, but uh, you need a better bass player. And of course, (laughs) I was the bass player, I was the bass player, and that's what he said. And of course, I was kind of hurt when I heard that, but I'm like, Well, too bad, I I play what I play. That's what it goes.
0: Mike Potter recalled some of the songs that was in Pontiac Jones's set list at the time,
2: uh, Blue Reed. Some Frank Zappa stuff, like um, My Guitar Wants to Kill Your Mama and Mr. Green Jeans. So uh, that's the kind of songs I recall, and I know there was others, but that's the songs we probably did that night.
0: Paul Fredericks, as he was known then. Now, better known as Tall Paul in and around Southern Illinois, was the lead vocalist for Pontiac Jones. We asked Tall Paul what he could recall. About the Chubby Checker gig at Merlin's in October of 1973.
4: Oh, uh, it was well, it was packed for one thing because you know Chubby Checker and Carbondale, you know, doing the twist and his "Let's Twist Again" and all the songs he was doing about the twist.
0: Were you excited to open for him at all?
4: we were just excited to have a gig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. Kinda, it was, was kind of neat, you know, opening up for him, you know.
0: You said earlier that he was a little bit late coming to the stage. Uh, did you guys have to, like, play an extra long set?
4: Yeah. Well, we, from what I remember, is like we were done. You know, we were just going to get off the stage, and we were told we better keep playing. So we did some more songs, you know.
0: I was curious what Pontiac Jones might have been paid to open for Chubby Checker that night in 1973. Mike Potter had the answer.
2: Um, there was a booking agency up there called Shiny Talent, and John Lloyd was our main booker, almost like a manager. I don't know if he officially was called a manager, but he booked it uh, for um, 125 bucks. We got
0: split amongst probably, the seven of you.
2: Well, six, I think there was, but uh, the, which is probably what you would get paid today, unfortunately.
0: I did the inflation calculator on $125 in 1973, and in 2023 dollars, it comes out to about 860 bucks. so each member of the band would have been getting about $110 each. Also worth noting is that Dean Milano has in his personal memorabilia collection a cutout from the Daily Egyptian on October the 17th, 1973, promoting the Chubby Checker Show, and it says better get here early tonight for the one and only Chubby Checker, also appearing Pontiac Jones. The admission price, $2 at the door, which equates to about 13 bucks in 2023 dollars. Dean Milano also recalled a conversation that he had with Chubby Checker's band backstage.
4: Hanging hey, out in the green room with his band, and I specifically remember them complaining because they said, yeah, you know, Chubby, he takes a private jet to all the gigs and we got to take a bus everywhere we go. And they were complaining about the bus rides. Like, oh, boy, that doesn't sound good.
0: <laughs> Terry Ogilini is perhaps best known as the saxophonist for Big Twist and the Mellow Fellows. In 1973, he was playing at least part time with Pontiac Jones. We asked Terry if he remembered anything. ...about the Chubby Checker gig. I couldn't
3: remember a damn
0: thing about it. But Terry admitted that there are a lot of gigs... ...that he knows he was at... ...but doesn't necessarily remember being there.
4: <laughs> oh, oh, you know, every now and then... A, ...a picture or something pops up... ...and I don't recollect those either, so.
0: right.
4: and, and ...and I know I was there, obviously... ...I'm in the picture.
0: And while Terry didn't remember anything... ...about the Chubby Checker show... ...in the course of conversation... He related a story about seeing Wayne Cochran at Merlin's on the Strip in Carbondale. The story was too good not to add here.
4: He came into town, so I went to the show. And uh, he leaps off of the stage and grabs the chandelier and swings on it once and comes crashing down on the dance floor. And uh, that was the end of the set, you know what I mean? It was over. They had to get the band off stage and clean up the floor and stuff. And uh, they came on uh, much later. But anyway, Wayne Cochran.
0: Let's go back to Chubby Checker. When we ask him if he remembered performing in Carbondale some 50 years ago, he waxed nostalgic about having grown up in rural America.
1: I'm from South Carolina and I know Carbondale is kind of like a, <clears throat> a rural community where a lot of farms are and everything. And I was born in that, in that atmosphere. My dad had a farm and uh, we lived a lot like the Amish people. We had no running water and No electric lights, everything we did from the land, and we raised tobacco, cotton, and chickens, and things like that. So whenever I play out there, and to be there is familiar for me.
0: And just how exactly did he get the name Chubby Checker?
1: My first name was Ernest, but you know, I was working on 9th Street in Philadelphia, and my boss, Tony Anastasi, gave me the name chubby i didn't like that because i thought it wasn't too nice to to call me that but he did and he said he was going to change it and several years later i'm in the studio doing a fast domino song this lady says is that chubby she says yes he's singing a fast domino song i was on the piano playing a fast domino song and she says chubby yeah like that and then she said Let's name him Checker, like Domino. So let's call him Chevy Checker.
3: And she was Mrs. Dick Clark.
0: There was a group called uh, Pontiac Jones, and m- many of the members of the band that were in that band opened for you that night, and they still talk about okay. it today.
1: Are they, are they still around?
0: Yeah, several of them are, and they, um, they just remember it because it was a highlight because somebody of your stature didn't necessarily come yeah. through Carbdale very often.
1: I would love to see them again. It would, it would really be nice. I because I'm sure that if I met them, we took pictures together. I know we did. But I'm always excited, and I'm excited to, to come, you know, come to Marion and, and, uh, and be there. I'm, I'm looking to see. I'm looking forward to seeing all of you. You know, see our show because, you know, when you see the show, some of it's going to go home with you.
0: Fifty years ago, Chubby Checker played Merlin's On the Strip in Carbondale. And on September the 28th, he will play at the Marion Cultural and Civic Center. It's a Thursday night, and you can find tickets online at the Marion Cultural and Civic Center's website, marionccc.com. This has been another edition of Finding Nirvana in Carbondale.